0: Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound
1: the battle cry.
0: Two men, 15
1: minutes, oh, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. Hello there, everyone. Hey, Andrew. How you doing today, man? It's hump day. It is hump day. Your favorite day of the week? It absolutely is. It's you all like down- the middle, it's, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully not hopefully not with the program today uh but we are in matthew chapter six, and we are talking about uh wealth and riches and how to be what what what's 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 our headline here how to be the rich kingdom
0: and, retirement plan is what
1: i call it rich and right? happy every day
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe not you're you're not your best life now not your let's, best let's just matthew six nineteen through twenty four And I'm going to read from the English Standard Version. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness." If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness! No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other.
1: There's certainly a theme that emerges in this sixth chapter. The Lord comes back and addresses it a few different ways, and that is about materialism. I mean, that's about our our food and our, our clothing, right? And now even wealth and treasures, I think it's it's very practical and so important to understand that as kingdom citizens on this earth there are the issues of this earth and whether or not we're going to put our trust in God that he'll handle those things so we serve him to the greater glory or whether we'll hatch our own schemes and be about our own business to try to take care of those things and you know maybe God gets leftovers or maybe we don't worry about God at all we know that wealth—I'll just say this one, kind of set up here. Yeah, go ahead. We know that wealth is one of those things that can be very deceitful, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy for us to get tripped up into chasing gold and having wrong priorities. It seems to me in these verses you just read, the Lord hits, hits those sort of things head on.
0: Again, he says something that sounds very extreme. Do not lay up treasures in heaven or on earth. <laughs> got to get it right get it right now it right. do not lay up treasures on earth. earth why because moth and rust destroy thieves to break in and steal it is like look you know what? There's no there's no hope in a treasure that's laid up on earth. There's no security in a treasure that's laid up on earth. And I when I hear that, I start to ask myself, well, who is it that does that? Who lays up treasures on earth? And I remember a few weeks ago, I think I, we may have still been in the Psalms when we were talking about this. Uh, you had even mentioned, uh, oh, Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> I can't I can't remember which time yeah, it was we were yeah. talking where he came up but but it's I think one of the things when I hear these kinds of passages I always give myself a pass because I'm not Ebenezer Scrooge
1: you know when I when I read about this I think for a moment about all the different um, lengths that people will go to to try to protect and guard their treasures you know against the very things thieves digging through and stealing I, the word Picture here is really someone that might take a shovel and dig through your dirt wall mm-hmm. and steal something, right? So what do we do? Well, we make walls out of stone. Uh, we and steel and steel. Yeah, yeah, we put up bars. Uh, we we have security guards and security systems, and we like to have our our ring door systems. You know, with a camera, where I can see it on my phone if anyone's trying to sneak in and break into my house. And honestly, we I have don't... a strong drive towards security for our our physical things.
0: Uh, and honestly, I don't really know if in the real world. We have some of the security measures that they have on those TV heist shows and movies, you know, like moving lasers oh, and yeah. pressure sensitive floors and, yeah. and uh, Mission Impossible <laughs> kind of stuff, right? <laughs> I, I don't know if we have those, but those are the kind of things we want <laughs> Yeah, because, because I know here on this earth, thieves break in and steal. Yeah. You know, the interesting thing is, is that what we have today is how much of our treasure is actually numbers in a computer system. Yeah. So I've, I have I received a... Uh, supposed paycheck that got automatically deposited to my bank mm-hmm. that says oh yes we see you as having this amount of money I mean it's not it's not in our vault but we no. we will just agree that you have this amount yeah. of money because your employer told us he was giving you this amount of money and hey hey
1: if you if you talk much more about that you're gonna to have to start preaching to me more about worry <laughs> well <laughs> you're, you're scaring it, me no, no so, well here okay so let me get to the
0: end on that one and so then I take some of that and I go I call up a broker and I say hey I'm gonna have this them electronically send you some money, and it's going to buy some things, and uh-huh. it's all on paper. It's all yeah. digital. It's all out there, kind yeah. of, because we're all agreeing that it's there. That it means something. And then somebody hacks it, mm-hmm. and, um, and now we all agree that they took it. Yeah. That's kind of interesting to me. Or... Something a little bit more. We've got this inflation
1: thing. That's a thing. And it just loses value. Nobody even steals it. It just loses value. No, we're we're all... I mean, it's kind of these economic forces, but suddenly there's a whole lot more money in an area that we agree means something, right? Yeah. Chasing after the same limited number of either goods or services. And uh, yeah, too much money and not enough services and goods. So inflation.
0: Inflation eats it. Thieves steal it. Hackers somehow get it Steal i don't it. yeah i don't know how that works but still
1: all of this stuff and he says look well, hey why don't you just share your social security number right now and you'll find out how it works um, <laughs> they'll come get you three three, three.
0: <laughs> so uh, anyway so jesus says look don't do that don't he doesn't just say only do a little of it he actually says don't do that wow. And then his reaction is his counterpoint is instead, lay up treasures in heaven. Mm-hmm. So now I got to figure this out. What on earth does that mean to lay up treasures in heaven? Here's what I've historically said about that. And I think I'm realizing what I've historically said is not exactly true. I've taken treasure in the second sentence as metaphorical, Mm -hmm. as the idea that, oh, really what Jesus is saying is I need to value heavenly things more than I value earthly things. And if I value the heavenly things, then that's my real treasure. And so the things of heaven are my real treasure. But one day I was reading in Luke chapter 12, a parallel passage to this, and in In the parallel passage in Luke chapter 12, Jesus actually explains what he means by laying up treasures in heaven. And here's what he says. This is verse 32. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the needy. Provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also." He actually points out that when I'm telling you to lay up your treasure in heaven, I'm actually telling you to do something with your treasure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not, not just that there are certain things you are supposed to treasure differently, but right. okay, you've got treasure, What I'm telling you what to do with it. How to use that treasure. The metaphorical part of this is actually the heaven part. Mm-hmm. Because he says the way you store up treasure in heaven is by giving your treasure to people who need it. People whom God has not blessed as greatly as he has blessed me. And so the, the the treasure in both sides is I, I value heavenly things when I'm saying I don't have to hold on to this earthly thing. I'm going to share it,
1: and I I'm gonna I'm gonna be a blessing, channels of blessing. One one of the books I have on the Sermon on the Mount is about I think it's called the Upside Down Kingdom. Oh yeah, and the the idea with it is that in this economy of this spiritual economy of of the kingdom of Christ, everything's just turned on its head. Um which, which amazes us, which makes us curious, which helps us see the wisdom of God is greater than the foolishness or the wisdom of men. It makes the wisdom of man foolishness. And one of those upside down ideas is that somehow I give away, that's how I gain. You know, I, I humble myself. I go low. That's how I get lifted up. That's how I get exalted. Yeah. You know, and it, it's, um uh, it's it's challenging. It's not the way the world thinks. Jesus is showing us a different way.
0: Okay, the way you said that, I do want to make one caveat. The way I the way I gain is by giving away. But we're not talking about the health and wealth gospel.
1: We're not talking right. about that. Send,
0: send your seed of faith to text talk and give us a little bit of money and show how much you believe God and God will give it back to you a thousandfold. And so if you send us a hundred dollars, you'll get back ten thousand dollars. No no no. The way I gain. Right. is I give away this earth's goods and God gives me the kingdom's goods, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right? Now, he has promised that when I seek first the kingdom, he's going to provide for me, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to give me what I need. He's going to take care of me. Uh, we we do see in Paul's letters to the Corinthians as he talks about them giving for their brethren in Judea, he says, look, you know, you give now. One of these days you'll be in need and they'll give and, and you'll be taken care of when you're in need. Uh, he, he highlights that even though the Macedonians went above and beyond what they had. Right. He, he does highlight, though, that, look, God doesn't require from you what you don't have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But we, we do see this idea of sharing and taking care of one another. When I, when I think about trying to put legs on this, Look, there's enough in the scripture for me to understand that when Jesus says, do not lay up treasures in heaven, he doesn't mean that it's wrong. Or, I keep, why do I keep saying it that way? Do not lay up treasures in earth. I don't know. He is not saying <laughs> that I am not allowed to own anything. No. He isn't saying that if I have a savings account that has any balance in it, I'm, I'm sinning. I, I think we, we recognize that that's not the key. So when I start trying to put legs on this, I think what, I'm, what I've been seeing of late and now starting to try to pass on, I read a book once called The Richest Man in Babylon. Mm. And The Richest Man in Babylon advises, pay yourself first. And it's all about the fact that what you need to do when you get paid is take 10% or 15 or whatever percentage, and you just need to put it back. You're paying yourself for your future later. What I think we should be doing is following the, what The Richest Man in Jerusalem said. And I do want to remind us, and this is going to shock us, but the richest man in Jerusalem, I know people can't see me pointing to my Bible. Know, You're about was, to say this. I I was, I was about to say, and
1: he is pointing to his Bible.
0: The richest man in Jerusalem actually didn't have a bed on which to lie his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ended up on a cross, but I think he has more of the kingdom than any of us. Yeah. And so he is the richest man in Jerusalem. And I think what he actually says is, you know what, share with others first. Mm-hmm. And so if God has blessed us in a way that provides more than what our family needs right now, because of course we know if we don't provide for our family, we're worse than infidels. Worse than an unbeliever. If, you know, if God has provided with us more than what it takes to provide for our family, what we need to do first is share. If there's left over for us to put aside in a retirement plan, if there's left over for us to to, 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 to set aside and, and keep for later, then God has blessed us. And he does that sometimes. And that's wonderful. I think the Proverbs point out that in the house of the righteous, there are stores of oil and wine. And I, I don't think his point there was that if you're righteous, you'll make sure to have those. I think he's saying that when you're righteous, God rewards you. Uh so I think the idea is rather than following the richest man in Babylon let's follow the richest man in Jerusalem and let's start by sharing and and then if God blesses us more than
1: that we'll enjoy what God blesses us with. So in verse 22 it says for where your treasure is there your heart will be also. And I just think it's important to observe that our heart is going to follow our treasure. Our heart is with our treasure. You know if if what is first and foremost in your life is about all the money and all the stuff and whatever you can try to protect with your home security system, then when that is robbed, when that burns down, whatever awful thing might happen to those things, you know your your heart is to be lost with that as well. Well, but if your heart is with the spiritual things, that can never be lost.
0: Some of the most anxious people I've met are those who have their have tons of money in the stock market. And they're watching that like a hawk, day in and day out. Every
1: little blip on the radar gives them palpitations. Yeah. If well, that's because that's more of those numbers we're all agreeing upon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's exactly right. I'm not saying it's wrong to invest in the stock market. No, that's no, just no, no, business. No. But, but you know, when, when that's where my heart is, mm-hmm. it may be saying something about my treasure.
1: That's right. That's right. Appreciate so much uh, you joining us for the conversation today, for this devotion and consideration. Uh, about our own priorities and, and wealth and the things God gives us, we certainly want to be storing up our treasures in heaven. Amen. Let us know what you're learning from the text. Send us an email text talk at Text talk at org. Let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord. We are humble as we realize that in many ways you bless us richly. And Father, as we try to go about saying thanks even to to count our blessings it can be a difficult thing to do to acknowledge those but though we see what we have physically and then we can put our hands on we know that there is ever so much more in the spiritual blessings that you give us in christ And we pray father that our eyes may not be distracted from him from following him from being part of that kingdom for for all these things that are just less and and they go away and they go away so quickly Father, help us to use what blessings you put in our life in ways that store up treasure in heaven, that bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutes, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at ChristiansMeetHere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode.
1: Onward, forward! Shout aloud, Hosanna! Christ
0: is captain of the mighty throne. Hope day. I thought I would jump in there with I'm it. I'm saying on. you're doing
1: it. You're doing it. <laughs>
0: that way you you know I I, I know, know you get I, I know like you get me. tired of that. <laughs> <laughs> you're with me. <laughs>